Hello, everyone. It's good to be with you. Good to be with you guys online as well. As Paul said, this is our final message on our key focus areas uh, for 2022. Today, we're going to be looking at the focus area of partnership. And this is about how God wants us to partner with him both as individuals, but also as his church. You see, God is on mission. From the very beginning, God has always invited people to partnership with him in helping as many as possible come to know him and love him. God asked Abraham to partner with him when God said to Abraham, I'll show you the land, all you have to do is go. God gave Moses the law and sacrificial system so that people could come to him. And it was God who called the prophets so that they'd keep bringing the people back to him. Actually, we're starting a series on a prophet in a couple of weeks' time. We're going to be looking at Jonah. Our God is a relational God and he created us to have an intimate love relationship with him. This is what God's heart is. This is his mission. And he invites us to partner with him in bringing others into this relationship. So how do we do that? I mean, there are so many things that we could be doing. There are so many people that we could be reaching out to. Some of you may remember, actually quite some time ago now, we did a series on Blackaby's book called Experiencing God. And one of the things that really stood out for me was that God wasn't waiting for me to come up with all the good ideas or leaving it to me to decide which people I'd, I'd spend time with and, and reach out to. God's already at work in places and people and he invites us to join him in what he's doing. And knowing where God is at work starts with our own relationship with him. I learnt this many years ago when I was feeling it was time for me to finish up my role as an assistant principal. I kept asking God, what do you want me to do? Just, just tell me what you want me to do. How often have you wished God had just sent you an email telling you exactly what it is that he wants you to do? And my focus, though, changed from just continually asking God, what do you want me to do? When I read in Jeremiah that God says, I know the plans I have for you. And then he goes on to say, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so I realised my focus was in the wrong place. Instead of trying to figure out, what do you want me to do, God? I needed to focus just more on God. So I focused on his word and I focused on spending time with him. And, and what God said to me was, I've, you're here. This is where I've placed you right now. So instead of thinking, where else do you want me to be? What else do you want me to do? Partner with me here where you are right now. And that's what I did. I started to pray that God would show me right there in that school 
the staff, the families, the kids, where he was at work and he wanted me to partner with him. Sometime after that, I sensed God was leading me into church ministry. (laughs) And even the way that came about was all God. After a service one day, I said to Dale Stevenson, who was then our senior pastor, you know what, Dale, I feel like God's calling me into church ministry. Well, Dale's mouth fell open and he just stared at me. And I was so embarrassed because I thought his reaction was, you've got to be joking. Why would God be calling you into church ministry? Little did I know that Dale and the leadership team were praying about appointing someone to head up the children's and families ministry and they were looking with someone for leadership experience in this area. And here I am, 24 years later. God revealed where and how he wanted me to partner with him when I focused on going deeper in my relationship with him. And that's why I believe that our key focus area of prayer is the foundation for all the other focus areas. It's only as we're in an intimate love relationship with God that we're able to know his will. That we know who, where God's asking us to participate in the life here at New Penn. Who in our church family that he is wanting us to encourage and to care for. It's through our close relationship with God that we know his generous heart and in turn we want to give sacrificially and generously And it's because of our relationship with God that we're able to partner with him on his mission of proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I guess to partner with God, for all of us, it's about being able to discern what and who God is calling us to. God's word also helps us to partner with him. It's in the Bible that we discover who God is. We discover what's important to him and how he wants us to live. When we go to God's word, we can meet with God there and we can hear him speak to us and lead us. As we've celebrated and given thanks this morning, we know that Jesus, through his death and resurrection, He's the one who's provided the way to reconcile our lost world to God. John 3.16 tells us, God loved, so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but will have eternal life. And then when Jesus as a man left to be with God in heaven, he left us with the most amazing, beautiful gift of his Holy Spirit. In the book of John, just before the Passover feast, 
Jesus tells his disciples, if you love me, you will do what I command. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he lives with you and will be in you. Let's stop and really think about that. Jesus himself lives within us all the time. He's there right now. Don't you find that just amazingly wonderful? And in that scripture we've just read, Jesus says that he expects us to know his spirit within us. He wants us to be in tune with where the spirit is leading us so that we can partnership with God where he is working. We see the importance of knowing and responding to the spirit when Jesus goes on to say, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes... He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. The Spirit will show us what God's will is. In Acts 1, Jesus commands the disciples to wait before they go out and share the gospel. Jesus tells them, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. So the thing was, the the disciples had all the facts. They'd lived and walked and worked with Jesus. They'd seen his death and they'd seen him after he was resurrected. The disciples knew all that they needed to know. But partnering with Jesus isn't just about knowing things. Jesus told them that their power would come from the Holy Spirit within them. And wherever Jesus wants us to partner with him, he'll lead us from our close relationship with him, he'll lead us from his word, and he'll lead us from his Holy Spirit within us. And God wants us to partner with him individually, but also together as his church. Each one of us has been brought by God into a local body of believers here at New Penn. And together, we are the body of Christ in our community. As the head of our church, Jesus is guiding and working through us to accomplish God's will. 
And as part of the body of Christ, every single one of us has a part to play. Romans 12 says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Okay, let's get down to some nitty-gritty stuff. What does this mean for us as individuals and as a church? How do we actually know specifically where God's leading us? Well, we've already said it's from our close personal relationship with God. It's from being in his word. It's through prayer. It's through his spirit. And many of us are already partnering with God right now. But I don't know about you, I don't find it's always that easy to discern God's will and where he actually wants us to partner with him. So as a church, that's why it is so important that we come together and we pray. We pray that God will show us, as his church, what his will is for us. And as we pray together, we find that he unites us in one mind as his spirit leads us. And this is what's happened with our key focus areas for this year. There's been a uniting of the spirit in people praying about where God is leading us for this year. So maybe God's asking you to join our 6.30 corporate prayer time on a Wednesday morning. Maybe that's something God's asking you to do. We can also commit to praying for God's leading in our life groups and in our ministry groups. As individuals, we can seek the counsel of mature and wise Christians as we share with them where we believe God is leading us and receive their counsel and their prayer support as well. Maybe your next step in partnering with God is discovering the gifts that he has given to you and then joining a church ministry to enable you to work out those gifts. What about starting every day with a simple prayer like this? Jesus, today, wherever I am, whoever I'm with, whatever I'm doing, help me to know your spirit's leading in how you want me to partner with you. Simple prayer every day. We can all commit to asking God, who is that person or people that he wants us to reach out to in friendship and love? That person who doesn't yet know Jesus, but that God has placed for us to reach out to. Because you see, God knows the people who are open to receiving the gospel. Is it someone in your family? Is it someone at work or at school or uni? Is it a neighbour? Is it a friend or someone you play sport with 
Paul shared a couple of weeks ago how he had a great conversation with a guy that he would have thought least likely to have a conversation with at, at his cricket club. Just an aside, every Monday morning, Paul comes into the office walking like a robot with a grimace on his face because he's hurt some part of his body playing cricket. Every Monday morning. <laughs> we just don't have the heart to tell the old boy that he's past it, really. <clears throat> anyway, that's another thing we can do. Like Paul, who enjoys his cricket, but I know that his heart is to get out there amongst people who don't yet know Jesus and to be able to partner with God in who God wants him to have those conversations with, who God wants him to be a friend with. And I know that Paul's intentional about that and we need to be intentional about that as well. If you're not sure what to do, I encourage you to just take a step of faith, get involved somewhere where you see God is doing things. Just do it. Just step out in faith and say, God, here I am. I'm not sure if this is where I'm supposed to be, but here I am and I want to partner with you. God knows your heart and he'll lead you as you seek to follow his will. And look, it's okay to feel unsure about what to do and to feel inadequate for what God leads us to do. We all feel like that at times. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, no matter how inadequate we think our efforts are, they'll be used by God for his kingdom. Because you see, it's God's job to convict people. It's not ours. Isn't that a relief? Our job is to go where God leads us, relying on the leading of his Holy Spirit within us. Partnering with Jesus, the one who's conquered death, the one who's already won the victory, the one who's given us the gifts that he wants us to use. The one who assures us that he will lead and guide us through his word and his spirit. The one who has given us his power and authority to act in his name. Partnering with Jesus. After all he has done for us, with all the love and the grace and the hope that he has given to each one of us. How can we not want to partner with him so that others may share in his love and in his salvation? Let's pray together. Father, as we take this time to reflect on what you've said to us through your word. I ask that you would speak to those of us here today and to those watching online and to show us what you want us to do to draw closer to you.
please show us that first step you want us to take in joining with you on mission. And please give us the name or names of those that you want us to reach out to for you. So I encourage everyone now, those of us who are here and those of us watching at home as well, to just take a minute to silently pray what is something that God wants you to do to draw closer to him? And now I invite you to ask God, what is that first step that he wants you to take in joining with him on mission? And finally, let's all ask God for that name or names of those he knows is waiting for us to reach out to for Jesus. Lord, whatever you've placed on each of our hearts today, we pray that we won't leave here and forget. We pray that we'll continue to seek to know you and love you more, to minister with you and for you, and to keep praying about that person or, or people that you've laid on our hearts. As your body, Lord Jesus, it's our desire to join together in loving you, loving each other and serving together as we partner with you for your glory and for your kingdom. And as God's church, we join together and say, Amen.